0: Triple M Rocks Saturday Arvo footy. Triple M Rocks the footy. Yeah. For Harvey Norman Home Appliances. One,
1: two, three, four. Never miss a minute of the footy. Too good. Oh, my. Download the Triple M NRL app and listen anywhere. Like crap, I'm saying. Hallelujah. This is Saturday Triple M NRL. And
2: we are at University of Wollongong Jubilee Oval, when I say we. I'm talking, of course, about the great James Hooper, Wendell Saylor, Ryan Girdler, Tony Squires with you, the uh, Thai Power scoreboard, the Holden Cup, all over 36-12 to the Dragons who are travelling along pretty well in that under-20s competition with some great young players going around. Not The headlines that the NRL uh, likes to see in today's Saturday Telegraph uh, it is A massive drug problem is a description of the story. Uh, uh, Richie Fayosa has opened up about his use of alcohol and drugs and how it related to the NRL. Uh, We are now joined by the man who penned that story, uh, the one, the only, Mr Paul Crawley. G'day, Crawls. How things? Not too bad, thanks, mate. Lovely to be sitting here uh, watching some footy at Jubilee. It's a bit more difficult to be talking about an issue. Why has Richie so? what is the story he's opened up because of he's kind of coming to terms with his own issues and how this has affected his life? I know he's been in rehab, so hopefully he's getting himself into a, a better place. He says though he's trying to help out anybody else in potentially the same situation.
0: Well, I think it's important to say that Richie never approached me to do this interview. Now, I found out about his situation and that he'd been in jail and he was trying to turn his life around through the people at the Glen, which is the rehabilitation centre he's at. And then he agreed to talk. And, And the reason wasn't to make himself the headline. And he said he didn't want to get anyone in trouble, but he wanted to talk about it because it is a serious issue and it almost cost him his own life. Now, people will say, you know, the NRL is doing all it can in drug education and testing. Well, you've got a player here that played at six different clubs in 11 years and he says that he was introduced to drugs through the players he looked up to. He took pills, cocaine and ice. His entire career never once failed a drug test. Am I the only person that finds that concerning?
1: Yeah, no, you bang on crawls. Look, it's a hell of a story and um, it's easy to stick our heads in the sand and block the ears and um, just smother the eyes and pretend it's not happening, but uh, we're kidding ourselves if that's the world that we want to pretend to live in. Um, Do you think that the NRL is doing enough in this space?
0: Well, one of the things Richie said to me, he said that there were times throughout his career that he felt like he was crying out for help and he never really received it, you know, and again... He didn't want to bag the NRL and he didn't want to say that people aren't trying to do their best but in his situation, he felt that there was no one he could talk to and um, he said, especially after the incident where he broke his neck, I think it was in 2014 and he said that's when he got onto the drug ice and and after that he tried to make some approaches and he just felt like the people he spoke to were just ticking boxes, not really there for him and 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 at the Glen where he is now, he feels that he's the important one. They've worked to try and get him through the issues, and you just wonder, well, is it all right? I don't know if it is.
1: No, well, the answer is that, uh, that, that it's not. You know, like, if we're talking about real-life issues here and if people um, are experiencing those types of problems, then you need to be able to talk to people and you need to be able to seek help if you need it. Let me ask you, is there a positive out of Richie's story in that what's he doing now and, and what does he want to do going forward with his life course?
0: Well, the positive right now is that he's, he's, fought, he's been five months sober. This is this is his second stint at the Glen mm. and in between that he had a, a month in jail and he's been clean and he, he realises the person he was is not the man he wants to be. You know, it's almost cost him his marriage. He went to jail for a domestic violence incident he didn't go into that, but he did say that I've been horrible to my family and he'd been horrible to his kids and he wanted, he didn't want to be that person. So I think by doing what he's doing now, he's opening up to his problems. He's admitting them. And yes, he has a positive outlook ahead. And all he wants to do is be a good man, a good father and a good husband.
2: We'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't believe that this was an issue in uh, a lot of workplaces that involve uh, young blokes uh, together. And I'm sure that's something that's going on a- across this country of ours. But this is a specific name we're talking to the NRL. That question you mentioned about the drug testing, uh, it is something that, the, that Todd Greenberg and the NRL uh, uh, say they do religiously and vigorously. What is has gone wrong that someone like Richie Fayosa who comes up and admits what he's done, doesn't turn up a positive test?
0: You, you, you've got to wonder, don't you? Like he said to me, he ran the gauntlet throughout his career and, and he couldn't believe that he never got caught. There were times where he, he had been on drugs, he'd had four-day benders, he said. And yeah. he used to escape testing, he used to, you know, maybe get a bit of a nod nod wink wink that there were going to be testing and that's how he got around it and he never he never failed one and i think the other issue that that maybe you know wasn't played out in the headline today but it's a bit concerning too is that we'll remember that richie had some really serious concussion issues throughout his um his yeah. career and the broken neck and it was after the broken neck that he got on the ice now i asked him i said do you you know do you have any concerns that you have you know lasting brain injury from what happened during career and he said I really don't know I said have you had any testing and he said no I haven't and I found that kind of incredible too given all the recent medical evidence about head injuries in sport that that a bloke that had suffered so many you know it's just been swept under the carpet again
2: yeah. Well, I think the most disturbing element of the, of the story was that sentence that he really began his drug journey, if I can call it that, uh, when he saw some of his heroes, the, uh, those players, mm. and got involved. That really, to me, is disturbing. I, I understand you've obviously spoken to the NRL and they talked about the number of illicit drug tests they have, what 2,500, isn't it, each year. Uh, so they are doing that. They do have welfare officers uh, at the clubs. So they are trying to do something with this issue.
0: Yeah, well, they they, they are, and there's a lot of good people that work in those departments at the NRL, and and this is not to bag them. This is just to tell one man's story, and and the fact that he'd been at six clubs throughout his career, that he'd never failed a drug test. You have to say that what they're doing, as good as they're doing, is not working, and it's not fixing all the problems.
2: All right, Crawls, as ever, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you on uh, NRL 360 uh, during the week as well. Thanks for having a chat.
3: Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Cross. There is uh, Paul Crawley. Yeah. Look, I can understand. I, I feel for Richie, you know. Uh, you know, I, I went down a path, and it wasn't about running the gauntlet for me. So I think when I when I tested positive, um, look, I got to Sydney and I carried on a bit, and, and I went out middle of the week and partied. And when I got tested, at no stage did I think I'd return a positive test. i have been tested about 30 times. But look, I look at it now, and I had to be accountable because I was going down a road that... You know, it wasn't me when I came from Serena. I didn't drink till I was 21, and I'll be honest. Being at the Broncos, um, we had a really good culture there. Um, you know, I made a few choices to start drinking, and then I went down. You know, obviously that other road, and it, and it cost me. It nearly cost me my marriage and kids. And and looking at it now, the NRL and also the grassroots level, they are they are trying to do the best job that they can. But I think individually, you have to be accountable. Yep. Um, Man, I was accountable. I reckon. People keep asking me when I go to, to functions and work with kids and that. I said, you know, it probably cost me $1.5 million. Um, wow. You know, that two years. But yep. it probably saved um, my family and me, because or, or, I wasn't being a good husband. I wasn't being a good dad. And I look at a guy like Ben Cousins. I wasn't that extreme. Yep. But if I didn't get caught, would I go down that road? You know, it was, you know, I, I know drugs are, we all know drugs are bad. But, you know, my two young blokes have been through the system, and Asada... They're there. And Asada was in a week and a half, two weeks before when I was at the Waratahs, and they gave us the talk. I sat there, and I thought it was a bit too cool for school. I didn't really listen. But when you hit rock bottom, and I know Richie's been at rock bottom. Like I was never that rock bottom. But, like I can understand where Richie's coming from. And I just, for me, you you know, it's just something in your life. It's not just footy, because I had mates outside of footy. I was going to nightclubs, A-list events, and I was carrying on like a big head. Yeah. And, uh, mate, I deserve what I got, you know, two years in the game. I didn't deserve to be in the game. All right. As a f- dad, though, I mean, that must be difficult when you hear stories that there was older players and people they look
2: up to who involved. Of course. Were
3: involved. Mate, the hardest thing that I see sometimes when I'm sitting there, my young bloke, I'm, I'm, I'm being a parent, mate, the Asada stuff comes up and there's there's my, my, myself there the two years out and they talk about Ben Cousins, and yeah. they talk about Andrew Johns to an extent of that. Yep. So even Joey like Joey said he was you know down that road for 10 years he come out he was honest and people have you know they've got their choices in that but look mean Joey as Joey said it's just accountability you know drugs aren't an issue that are confined specifically
1: just to sport or just to rugby Correct. league though town it's yep. everywhere you go in society the NRL is only a microcosm of that and look I think that um you know, from, from all the education and all the learning that they attempt to provide, they're having a crack, but there are always going to be, unfortunately, cases that slip through the cracks,
3: and that doesn't mean that that's acceptable. You know the hardest thing, I reckon, when you do hit rock bottom? I think it's the people that you let down, the ripple effect, and I think the hardest thing for me was when I left Serena as an 18-year-old um, to be coached by Wayne Bennett and, that, and at the Broncos, um, to, to ring my mum and tell my mum, you know, yeah. my dad passed away four years before that, it's probably the lowest I felt, so you, you know you have to man up after that. Yep. Um, and even my wife, you know, there was times that I think she would have walked out the door, but they stayed rock solid, you know. All well, that is the good news of that It's
4: story. not always the NRL, too. That, yeah, I that's mean, fair. a lot of people point the finger at the NRL. But it's actually, the NRL only have a certain amount of resources and it's the clubs. Richie also spoke about the six different clubs that he went to where it also wasn't identified. So the clubs themselves run their own footy office and they have their own people in those positions. So, yeah, I think it's easy just to go, well, there's a problem in the NRL. Well, I imagine if you go to the Melbourne Storm, imagine you go to certain clubs, Wendell spoke about the Brisbane Broncos, there's probably not the same problems as there are in some of the other clubs because of, you know, the leadership and the different things, you know, the resources that some... Clubs have so yeah, it might be hard To identify it all the time at the individual Clubs depending on what club you're at but I think It's sometimes too easy for everyone just to go Well it's an NRL problem because the NRL they can't be in every club all The time Putting together, you know, all the, all the totally. testing. The clubs run their own testing to some degree. So I think everyone needs to take a little accountability for it. But you know,
3: even I when I read the article, like I was surprised too, but even Richie talking about ice, I know when I got in trouble, they said, Oh, what drugs have you taken? And I, I'd said two drugs and they were going through ice and all this sort of stuff. And I said, No, I've never taken that. But it's just so prevalent now. And I do worry. That's a dangerous Young kids, daughter, yep. um, you know, two young boys. And it's a society and we know it's wrong. It's not yeah, just no. No, 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 no. Well,
1: the important thing out of people like Richie speaking, up and this being on the front page tone and Crawl's coming on and having a yak to us about it is that you, you, you try and learn and everybody listens and tries to take something out of it and it is. Ice is, is the most abhorrent, dangerous, horrible thing Scourge. that you could ever see in society. Don't go near it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't touch it. Why
2: don't we have a bit of a good news story next and I reckon the Newcastle Knights are exactly that. We'll chat with Nathan Brown next on satellite Triple M NRL.
1: Triple M Rock Saturday Arvo Footy for Brighton's Lawyers. Protecting your
2: future.